The Green Rush is real. From lawmakers and investment bankers to CEOs and investors, we'll look at how people are transforming cannabis from the shadows of the black market into a cash crop that draws in cannapreneurs from Hollywood to Wall Street. Here to help you navigate the business of cannabis, please welcome Lewis Goldberg and Ann Donahoe. Brought to you by KCSA Strategic Communications. Welcome to another episode of The Green Rush. I'm Ann Donahoe with my co-host, Lewis Goldberg, and today we're talking to the Steve Jobs of cannabis, Josh Hopped, the Chief Cultivation Officer of Medicine Man Technologies. Josh has literally written the book on cultivation called Three Alight, and not only is it the Bible of the industry, but it's actually a really stunning book. It's on my coffee table as we speak. Uh, Josh is also the founder of Super Farm, Success Nutrients, and Tall Tea Productions. Full disclosure, Josh is also a KCSA client. One note before we start, if you can please rate and subscribe to The Green Rush on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever the heck you listen to it. That would be amazing. And also make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter with the handle at GreenRushComs. Josh, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. You guys, uh, you guys staying warm over there? Yeah, it's pretty. In New York, it's not so bad. I can't speak to L.A., um, actually. It's a chilly low 60s. Yeah, we need to we need to round up all the moisture in the U.S. and send it to Colorado because we need some snow. Oh, man, it's been fabulous. The snow has been amazing in Vermont. So, um, And that's not all that's amazing about Vermont. They passed the first yeah. legislation yes. out of you know the assembly to signed by the governor in the country. So Vermont beat New Jersey to the punch in terms of becoming the first state to pass legislation. Um, Josh. You are clearly one of the nicest guys in the industry, and, and Ann and I have talked to dozens and dozens of people in the cannabis industry. Why is everybody so nice? And more importantly, can you talk <laughs> about your no a-hole policy and how well, it relates to what you do? I love it. Well, anybody who's currently in the cannabis industry has to look at it like very much a privilege. Um, you are, you are, we are very, very special to be a part of this up-and-coming industry. And you're really walking a tightrope when it comes to the ability to execute and be successful in this industry um, due to all the, the regulations. And so I think that everybody's very happy to be in this industry and just naturally going to be nice to individuals trying to get into this industry because it's it's uh, somewhat of a small group and we want power in numbers. And we also, you know, we're very happy. Uh, anybody who's in this industry it really comes from typically stems from a passion point. They're very passionate about this industry, so you know they're living their they're living their dream, and so <laughs> I, I I fit right in line with that. And we do absolutely have a no a no asshole policy. So if there's individuals that we want to work with, we want to make sure they carry the same integrity and uh, outlook on life as we do. And that is, you know, we want to look at the glass very much so half full, if not it's, overflowing. It's, yeah, it's 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 amazing. I mean, we you know we have I mean, we work with about a dozen cannabis companies, and and they. Every single market participant has exactly that same thesis that we are really lucky to be working in this space um, and that we all have to be stewards, not just of our own companies, but of the entire industry. And what you described just sings perfectly that. Well, I'm glad everybody else agrees because, you know, that's we do have an obligation to the industry to, you know, um, change the stigma that, that has surrounded it as of 10, 20 years ago to the new stigma of, hey, you've got very, very large contributors to our economy um, through our tax dollars, as well as people that are just trying to create more jobs and uh, really get back to others is a big part of this movement. So uh, you have been in the industry for 
I mean, you're pretty young, um, but really for decades at this point. Um, can you just give us a, a quick overview of your of your weed journey or your cannabis journey? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, it started <laughs> uh, when I was 14 years old. I got diagnosed with epilepsy. And that's what really kicked this off. I was on a slew of different medications trying to uh, slow or stop my seizures. And it, they really weren't working too well. Um, so I started trying to infuse a little bit of cannabis into my daily activities, just like any other high schooler would. Smoking? Uh, what was your vehicle? I would be smoking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, about- but did you start smoking because you thought it would help or you just started smoking? Well, I started smoking because I everybody, I should say everybody, but the friends I was, you know, associating with in high school, uh, sophomore year, you know, that kind of came about at that time. And so we started smoking for those reasons. And then I quickly realized that uh, Colorado had passed legalization on a medical level for people with certain conditions and epilepsy was one of them. And so it really caught my eyes to figure out, well, gosh, they must have done that for a reason. Let me look further into it. And over the next few years, I was able to develop um, more of a balanced approach to counteracting my seizures through um, a more of a healthy lifestyle, uh, solid activity, core exercises, good sleep, and of course, uh, cannabis as well was a, a key part of that recipe. And so uh, that's where it started. And then I've kind of been involved in the growing industry ever since. I've wanted to help other people that have, you know, I mean, cannabis can help with everything from a headache to, you know, full-blown Tourette's or epilepsy or a lot of neurological issues that people that let's face it most of us have a a, a little piece of that that can help us at one point whether it's a a migraine here and there or or uh just something that can really help with you know maybe a Crohn's disease issue it actually also treats that asshole that we were talking about people who tend to smoke (laughs) don't tend to be assholes yes yes it does it you know so that's a big part of my cannabis journey um and then it's with the passion behind wanting to help other people really fueling the direction of the business um, and monetizing this into a manner that allows us to really have a, a strong grip on the market that is there and really being able to reach out and help individuals has been what's the motivating factor to keep it alive and to keep growing it. Um, your story is so compelling that um, I was on an interview with you probably a couple of months now, um, and it and you were doing this interview, and it literally made a reporter weep. Um, she had a family member struggling with epilepsy, um, and it was it was the first time I was on a phone call where there were tears in my eyes. It was a moment, um, and it just it made me recognize the power of of what cannabis could be. Um, what do we need to be doing better as a country to number one get a better understanding of the true medical benefits of cannabis? Um, and number two is to change public opinion. Well, I would say if I could start off and say thank you for that. Uh, the the reporter that we spoke with is an amazing individual, and I wanted to. She hit a passion button of my own that really allowed me to go down a, a rabbit hole of of uh, some deeper issues around my. You epilepsy. just wanted to make her cry. You know Come what, on. Lewis? You know, yeah, uh, I, I I love you, man. And so you know, that was. That, <laughs> That was a, that was a great call, though. She's a wonderful individual, and um, and coming full circle with the cannabis movement. And, and your question was, I just want to make sure I can touch base on that one. You, uh, oh yeah, no, it was. It, I guess what can we be doing better as a country to understand um, what the true medical benefits are of cannabis? Because so many people out there are suffering, be it vets, be it you know people with epilepsy or depression, or I mean, really fill in the blank. Um, and there's no research being done. What I guess, uh, what there's do you see as the next step? Yeah, so there's a lot of research being done on a private level, mm. where, uh, but it's not 
FDA approved, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of that's where it kind of stops. Um, I do know there's a but what we need to do is we need to we need to reschedule this and to not a schedule one drug that is in a category with, you know, methamphetamines, uh, um, heroin and all these other really, really bad drugs. It should not be in that category. When we remove from that category, it allows us to apply federal funding to the research and development of the actual all the microorganisms around cannabis and all the benefits that it can have. Um, I mean, I, I think if you a lot of people assume that aspirin or know that aspirin has a lot of medical benefits. Um, as we know, it, it derived from the bark of a tree and it can help everything. <laughs> I don't so think much. I knew that. <laughs> so but, thanks for educating but, me there. <laughs> so, so, But it, it comes from nature. And so mm-hmm. cannabis is going to beat that times a hundred, uh, if not a million, with the amount of medical benefits that cannabis will bring. So I really look forward well, to that. So, there's, so the, many, there's so many more chemical components, right? I mean, it's it's yeah. not just CBD. There, there are dozens of types of CBD and there's dozens yes. of types of THC. So we have no idea how they interact with each other, what the dosing is, what what uh, you know, what indications are appropriate for for the different dosing. I mean, that that's the key thing on the medical side of this, and people get lost in the fact that it's a hell of a lot of fun as a recreational drug. I hate using that word drug too. It is not a drug. It is it maybe something else. It's just a word that I don't like. But we don't understand any of it. Nobody understands yeah. any of it. I mean, you you created your own strain for yourself. And there, you know, the Stanley brothers have created Charlotte's Web and Jason Cranford has created Haley's Hope and they all kind of do the same thing, but we don't know exactly why or what. Exactly. Now you're, you hit the nail right on the head there, Lewis. Couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. All right. So um, I think it's it's time for a break. You are listening to the, the Green Rush podcast and we're talking with Josh Hopped, who is the Steve Jobs of Cannabis. More Green Rush coming up after we roll through our sponsors. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. 
420 Cloud's Cannabis Connection. Converging the biggest names in entertainment, business, technology, and medicine, and connecting them into our growing cannabis community. Ignited by MSIG every Thursday, on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Banking and Bud, understanding the business of cannabis. Welcome back to The Green Rush, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we are back on The Green Rush. I'm Lewis Goldberg. I'm joined, as always, by the hostess with the most S, Ann Donahoe. Um, and we're yes. talking we'll eventually with- get him to stop saying that. Never. The more oh, you not. hate it, the more I'm going to say it. So Josh Hopp, yeah. the, the chief cultivation officer uh, of Medicine, Me- Medicine Man Technologies, is with us. Um, so you've been, you've been in the industry for almost 20 years. Did you ever think that you would be the chief cultivation officer of a public cannabis company, a company where you can actually buy and sell its stock? You know, only in my wildest of dreams would I have thought that. Um, uh, it's been quite the, the road getting here and I could have, you know, I look forward to the road ahead because it's only going to get more exciting. But no, I, if you would have asked me five years ago that I would be, you know, part of a public trade organization, I would be very excited and i would ask you well what's in store for me the next five years because wow how do i get to that level and um it's it's uh i would say that all attributes to the book and our performance in the garden are the two things that really have allowed us to really uh, be unique and different and uh, we'll get get to the book in a minute but um you know people who are not in the cannabis industry are seeing this green rush um, all the money flowing in and all the money that's being generated by taxes. And they, they must think, God, it's got to be easy to make money growing pot. Um, is it? <laughs> wow. that's uh, So there are three of the, uh, the biggest misconceptions of the industry um, are going to be uh, – that is one of them. Everybody thinks that if you get a license to uh, create cannabis, that you essentially have a license to print money. And it is the exact opposite of that. Uh, people in traditional business get that idea because in when you already have the wheel built metaphorically for a company, all you need to do is put enough gas in the tank metaphorically, money in the engine for that company to turn and run well, and you're good to go. You'll have success. You might have not not have the highest margins, but you can have a you know a successful company. Cannabis is so dynamic that that's not the case. Uh, if you put $100 million into something with cannabis, you are not guaranteed success whatsoever. If anything, you might be guaranteed to fail. And now, that's where a lot of times we want to help people. We get a lot of calls where growers where, where growers are just absolutely failing and the investor has had it up, you know, had enough because they didn't team up with the right individuals. And that's where with Medicine Man Technologies, we actually step in and really navigate those waters for you. Uh, you know, we essentially become your tour guide to get you through the Amazon. And a lot of people want to just, you know, wing it on your own, go for it. But uh, we, as you know, if, you know, if you're trying to get across the jungle in the middle of the night, um, you need to make sure that you're aware of the things that come out at night. <laughs> and, you know, for example, so, you know, when it comes to this industry, we can be the tour guides that can really help you avoid stepping on those landmines uh, when you didn't even expect them to be there. Um, actually, I wanted to bring it back to the book, um, Three Alight. Uh, of all the people we know in cannabis, you're perhaps closest to the plant. Can you tell us uh, what you're seeing out there? And with the huge new market of California opening, are you seeing the same quality of, say, Colorado or Oregon? Or are you worried about the quality because of the, um, the just the massive amount of need in the marketplace right now? So I think the quality will flush itself out in a very similar manner to the alcohol industry. Uh, alcohol, you have your Skull Vodka. You also have your 
you know, um, you have all different levels of each, each craft. So you have, you know, you've got cheap vodka, you got expensive vodka, um, but they're all coming from, you know, different grades of potatoes. And I think cannabis is going to be the same manner when you start to, you know, monetize this on a volume based level, you will have different qualities coming through. And so if your throughput is, you know, you're growing outdoor, it's going to look like, you know, a little bit okay, but it very much depends on the season you have. Greenhouse, you control a little bit of the environment and you're also still using the sun. So it gets a little bit better. Indoor, you have full, you have full environmental controls, which allows you to really manipulate the environment to be the best for the plant's growing situation and what the parameters it would like to see. Uh, That's when you can definitely have all different levels of quality. So my, my hope is that um, there will be companies just like alcohol that are striving to be the best. And then there will also be companies that will strive to service the most and everybody will have their own kind of business game plan. Our business game plan is to partner with the individuals that want to be the best and we want to make sure we can facilitate the best production um, and the most efficient production capabilities on an indoor and greenhouse level. Let's or, let's let's get back to the book for a second because it really is it is a piece of art, um, and for me one of the books that meant a lot to me growing up and and even in in through most of my adult life was Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance and it's not about fixing bikes it's a, it's really about using that the bike as a way to fix yourself and then flipping through your book do you see three light more to uh you know the journey of growing or is it more like literally like how to grow cannabis for dummies i would say it's a combination of the two it's the journey but it's also a very very simply put you don't have to put a whole lot of thought into it just follow the steps and you'll be very successful a lot of times people will try and put their own twist on our process and it, it, it's counteractive it's counterproductive and they didn't hit the yields. And then I have, you know, let's say I work with a lot of army vets that have PTSD. Mm-hmm. And so I personally take them on because it's a passion project of mine. And what I'll do is I'll help them. And these guys will just follow what I say to the letter. And when they do that, I've got first timers hitting over three pounds of light. Wow. That's you know? amazing. But, but then I've got the experienced grower that won't, can't, can't get over 2.2 pounds of light because they keep twisting their methods in with mine. And, and they I'm think like, they know better. Well, you know, and in some cases they may, but when it comes to this, not process, if they're getting less yield. I mean, if, clearly, if you're correct. getting three more than three pounds of light, and they're staying at two, their process isn't better, right? Correct. I just, I just, every grower out there says they're the best, and I just never want to be that guy. Right. You're <laughs> so, just so nice. <laughs> um, you're no a hole again. <laughs> just yes, be a yeah. bit of an asshole for just one minute. Can you just be a little bit of an asshole for me and just say that the guys who think they know better are full of shit? Well, anybody who's a genius, um, honestly, is, is, is might as well be dead. Because if you have nothing left, left to learn in this world, um, then you know what? There's no you, more use of being in it. You know, everybody needs to constantly grow as an individual. I don't care who you are. And I don't care how smart you are. You always need to be growing. I love that. I think. And that's kind of a pun there. But definitely, you know, <laughs> like mentally, as an individual, you always want to be getting better. Well, and so let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I asked this question the other day um, to, I forget who, um, but I found it Vivian. to be interesting. Yes, Vivian. Oh, thank you. I have the memory of a goldfish too, so forgive me, Josh. Um, and, I, you know, I uh, want to start asking it to every guest, but can you walk me through your typical day? Um, are you getting to as many grows as you would like to or as you used to? And I guess, how are you embracing that uh, inner making yourself betterness? Oh, okay. Well, perfect timing for it. You know, it's 2018, new year, new me. Everybody gets a fresh chance in January to try and, you know, 
relive some goals they might have had from prior years. So in order for me to be the best me, um, it has a lot to do is I'm really honing in on my routines and I'm trying really hard as well to focus on heavily with um, uh, time management. My days can get, I can get stuck in a lot of meetings throughout my days. And it's very important that I manage my time well to be effective, to still be able to stop by the grows as well as still be able to have that high level investor meeting um, as well as still be able to sit down with our board and keep the company moving forward on a day-to-day basis. Um, it has proved challenging, but nothing more than I love than a challenge. That just means, you know, potential is like something people talk about a lot. Oh, this has a lot of potential. Well, that just means you haven't done it yet. So you need to rise to the occasion and get those things done. Yeah, but, but so let's get, can we get tactical for a second? Take us through yeah. your day. You, what time do you wake up? What do you do? Like, like, let's be really specific and not general. Okay. So I like to be up, uh, if I like to be up, um, realistically at 5 a.m., if not before, um, I gotta be, I have a couple, I have about an hour in the morning. I can dive through emails and go over things. Um, if not two hours, if I'm lucky, I'm headed to the gym immediately after that. And I'm going to, uh, what I call is to get my head right. I'll take an hour just uh, every day just to get my head right at the gym. Um, it's a big part of my, uh, epilepsy program to not have seizures and to not take traditional medication. I have to be in the gym daily or at least five times a week. Uh, so I'm there for an hour. Uh, after I'm in the gym for an hour, I'm um, I'm headed directly to a grow. Uh, I have uh, two grows in the, in, or, or three different grows in the Colorado area, um, in the front range area of Denver, Aurora. So I'll swing by one, swing by another one, and then I'll head over to a uh, corporate office, uh, check in with everybody, make sure that they're doing good with their day, uh, try and share some charisma with the team and make sure everybody's <laughs> on energy level. I love that. And, you know, because it's important, you got to share that stuff. And when you're yep. overflowing with it and people want to use it for their day, um, please take from the well. Absolutely. Um, and then, I'll, and then I'll, I'll head over to success to meet with the team as well, uh, do a similar rundown and I'll finish the day at either the corporate office or with success. I try and be out of the office by 536 o'clock uh, simply because I really family time is very important to me. Um, being a family man is the end goal for myself. Incredibly. That's why I'm working so hard. Uh, nothing's more important even my family. So I really try and make time for that towards the end of the day. And I try to get and fall asleep by 10 o'clock and up and at it again. So I love that. Lewis, next time I'm in New York, I'm going to uh, bring my charisma with me. <laughs> Please. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to take a quick break right now. We're talking with Josh Hopped, the Chief Cultivation Officer of Medicine Man Technologies. More Green Rush coming up after we roll through our sponsors. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. 
ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Paris Savant speaks to patients, advocates, and professionals to keep you informed on all the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry on Alternative Talk, presented by AlternativeVibes.com. Tuesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Banking and Bud, understanding the business of cannabis. Welcome back to The Green Rush, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with Josh Hopped from uh, Medicine Man Technologies and the author of Three Alight, the Cannabis Bible. Um, so we were just talking about family and your family time, and this is really the reason why you do everything. You have a daughter. Um, what do you tell her about your work, if anything yet? I'm not sure. She might be a little young. Uh, but does she know what dad does? She does know what dad does. And this has been a tightrope for me to walk throughout the years just because to me, um, especially I was, a, I've been a single dad. I mean, uh, her mother and I, um, went different, different directions around the age of two of Jazzy. So I was a single dad. I have been a single dad for a long time. Recently, I have an amazing woman in my life, but for the, for a few years though, it was very important to me that I was perceived as a very, very strong father and a great, great individual for her to be around. Cause I feel like, uh, dads naturally you know, naturally over the years, moms have already uh, always gotten all the credit for being amazing. And oh my gosh, this kid's how, I mean, how do you talk to your daughter about it? Cause I have a, a teenager and a, a tween right now. And it is a constant so, conversation in my family about so, the industry, about use, all that stuff. So for a long time, I would, I, I would just hide it. I would not talk about anything with her. And recently she actually, um, caught me smoking it was the end of the day and she's like dad what are you doing smoking i'm like yeah you're right jazz that stuff you know smoking is bad for you however however this is cannabis okay this is what daddy uses for his epilepsy all right and this is something that as an adult when your brain's done developing it's okay to do this all right but at your age you if you want to smoke cannabis later in life when you're in your 20s and and on and you want to smoke cannabis when your brain's totally done yeah but dad you started great. at 14 no, I would, I, I would, I would definitely not tell her that. I would say, Daddy got epilepsy at fourteen, and Daddy started trying cannabis around sixteen. Didn't really start using it until a little bit later, and that's only because of my, because of my brain. Right. Now you're in the same reason you don't want to use. Can it I is use that with my kids too? Because I have a yeah, lot of problems, say, not different, know, your different problems with my brain. Um, none have been <laughs> diagnosed yet, but there are definitely problems in there. I mean, it's just something that, hey, as an adult, you don't need something wrong with you. You know, is something wrong with Uncle Nick then? Because Uncle Nick's smoking with you. No, nothing's wrong with Uncle Nick. He's just enjoying <laughs> it. Wow. She is. You know, she's a sharp you know, cookie, huh? She, she, she absolutely is. <laughs> oh, yeah. So to me, I think it's about just teaching them that, hey, you're too young for this because your brain's developing. When your brain is done developing, I think it's totally okay for you to go ahead and smoke cannabis if you'd like to or you would however you want to. So we are at the segment in the show that we do with all of our guests. It's called Puff Puff Pass. Um, okay. And you're 
this is like a rapid fire thing for you. Just say two things that you really love about the cannabis industry and one thing that's just driving you nuts. Go. I love I love the support that we're getting from the masses. I love the I love the the, the direction that this whole industry is going towards federal legalization and I hate and it's really struggling me with me what Jeff Sessions is even doing with anything coming out of his mouth. None yeah. of it makes sense. Yeah. Well, if you could if you could sit down with Jeff Sessions right now and with Donald Trump, is there somebody or it's you, but what would you tell them? right now about the industry that they just don't know i actually had someone ask me if they could schedule a meeting with trump and i so it's funny you say that Um, oh my god that would be amazing uh, and so but either way that's a whole nother cup of tea what i would share with them is all the positive things that are going on and how in the heck can you put the toothpaste back in the tube when you got guys like me paying over three hundred thousand dollars a month in excise taxes for what my girls are producing and wow. then all the girls that we're helping with, I mean, how do you put that toothpaste back in the tube when we're doing so much for Colorado, let alone the every single other uh, sector of market benefits from cannabis? The real estate has gone through the roof in in, in Colorado since, it, since legalization. Everybody wants to be here. Tourism's up. Crime rates are down. Alcohol use is down. I mean, there's so many pros. Like, I would, I, I would say, how much time you got, Trump? Let's get started. I need a whiteboard. Let's go, <laughs> you know? And I'd break it down for him. Wait, on a, wait. On a, so can you just talk a little bit about Trump? I would tell him can from you, a business perspective. How is that? Is that? I mean, do you really have a shot at sitting down with the Donald? And will you I, touch his hair? Uh, so <laughs> I. Uh, uh, you're so awesome. I will do it just because you said that. I'd be like, hey, look, <laughs> oh please, and get a yeah. picture. Oh my god. Yes. But uh, so there, that that is a conversation that's going on right now because he he wants more of a. He wants to be with a few industry experts. So that's, yes, an answer to your question shortly. But to me, I'm also careful. You know, you stick your neck out too far, sometimes your head gets chopped off. So it's one of those things where I got to be real careful when, when I'm walking that that balance. So. Well, all right. So we're, I get that's a, it's a big thing to stop on, but we have to stop because of time. Okay. Um, okay. Which is a real bummer. Uh, but, but Josh, we really want to thank you for joining us. Um, Ann and I have been lucky enough to be talking with Josh Hopp, the chief cultivation officer of Medicine Man Technologies and offer, author of the Three Alight book, which also is available on the iTunes store as a Three Alight app. Um, if you're interested in Medicine Man Technologies, which is really a fascinating company, and yes, it is a client of ours. Um, they trade on the OTCQB under the ticker symbol MDCL. Um, and uh, this has been a, a really fascinating conversation. And Josh, we want to definitely have you back um, in a bit. <clears throat> uh, and thank you all for listening to The Green Rush. Um, if you can remember, please go on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to it and subscribe to this, rate it, give it five stars, um, and make sure to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter with the handle at GreenRushComps. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.